2: FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.
0: That's the sound
3: of the police. That's the of the police. That's the, yes. sound of the
4: This will be such a tease if he's not here.
5: I know, and I get so many messages. I actually have got five messages in last week asking like, where he is.
4: Where's Mark now? This is the moment of truth. Line one, Mark, are you there?
3: When has just... Way Yay Woo! Hi Mark What's the crack? Ah sure Loving life As usual You know Yourselves Good
5: good We missed you Mark
3: Missed you too lads yeah. Jesus I was going into Severe depression
5: <laughs> Oh yeah I know Well we were ringing you There was no bloody answer
4: Yeah you were ghosting us And we were getting all Desperate and needy And just yeah. like Why would you, Why don't Just call us why back Okay, talk to us Did we do something wrong Have I gotten <laughs> fat and ugly now What's going on a uh,
3: busy week Busy few weeks lads Sorry
4: Oh, no worries at all, I can imagine. Um, ha, have you been up to anything fun since the last time we talked to you? I suppose if you just tuned in, by the way, and you don't know who Mark is, I mean, one, shame on you. No, two,
5: you do know who he is <laughs> yeah, you and you're probably <laughs> listening in because Mark is on.
4: Yeah, no, Mark's a legend. He's uh, not only a, a police officer over in the United States in Washington, D.C., but also runs a couple of Irish bars over there and, you know, has an eventful, fairly interesting life because random things happen being a policeman and a barman as well, so um, anything fun or or worth mentioning that's uh, affected you in the last, or afflicted you in the last couple of weeks, sir?
3: Well, obviously all the shootings going on at the moment, lads, have been fairly bad, you know, oh, another yeah. big one there yesterday in Philly, so um, fairly bad, you know, we're all on sort of high alert at the moment, because you've got these, uh, these lads out here who want to hurt us, it doesn't help that the locals in Philly were cheering on the shooter as he was shooting at the police, you know, so it's... Uh, Yeah, it's been rough like that, you know, a rough couple of weeks. Um, Had, uh, I I don't know how I landed. I think seriously, because I always get the bad luck, but I had two suicides in the last two weeks as Ah. well I had to land up on. So
5: um,
3: one of them was actually outside the pub. Uh, A girl decided to load herself up with pills and uh, jumped off the pier.
4: Holy shit. um,
3: Yeah, we got her out in about 15 minutes, which was very fast. But um, unfortunately... um, the, the medication she took she didn't survive you know so uh, made for a sort of a grim time needed a drink after that I can tell you that much
4: oh god I could oh, Jesus yeah, I could fun. imagine Um obviously, I mean, you'd have to rush her to a hospital sooner rather than now to get pumped, and obviously it was just wasn't soon enough.
3: Yeah, well, we did, uh, we did CPR on her and everything, but um, we couldn't get any vital signs, and even when the paramedics arrived, they they, uh, they couldn't. Obviously, you know, they pumped her in the hospital, but just the old heart had given in, she'd taken on a lot of water, and, uh, you
4: know, with some people just, that's how they want to go out, unfortunately. Yeah, it's really sad, but, really, that's uh, that's really sad. tragic. Can I ask you as well about, you mentioned there, and I saw this uh, headline yesterday, um, and I didn't really know if it was true or not. But obviously, it is. Why some of the locals were were cheering on the shooter in in Philly? What exactly happened over there? Like, what was the situation that that, that led to the shooting, or what was going on?
3: Well, it was just it was just a lone shooter who, um, you know, had a few issues with his employee and a few issues with law enforcement. So he armed himself to the teeth. He had what they call a, a drum round, which held about a hundred rounds of. Um, high-velocity bullets, which would basically go through any of the Kevlar that we wear when we're out in the street. Um, so six officers were shot, two were held um, captive in, in the house that he was in. Thankfully, um, none of the officers were killed. They're all in hospital, and they seem to be out of um, out of harm's way. So, um, mm. uh, so, yeah, it's just, you know, between there, um, El Paso... Uh, yeah. Ohio, California, you know they're cropping up everywhere. We've another lad in, in Guam in um which is obviously uh, controlled by the US and he tried to storm through the gates of the Air Force base down there and was killed after he also stabbed two uh, police officers outside the base. So it's gone it's, it's just gone mental. The crime rate in DC is after jumping um about 30% in the last few months, you know. Do you mind uh, we're, we're sort of yeah go ahead. Sorry. No,
4: sorry cuz um, it's interesting to get uh, I'd love to get your opinion on it from an Irish person's perspective in America like you obviously haven't grown up in American gun culture or whatever so mm. somewhat of a maybe more objective uh, view on the whole thing but what's your whole view on America's on gun laws because anytime this comes out there's always a debate between let's say the left and right or the pro gun the anti gun where they're like no we th- were allowed these and the guns aren't the problem it's the people who are the problem yeah. and then the opposite is let's just let's just Ban them. Ban them. So, I mean, from from your perspective and being a police officer, like, what what, what would you like to see done or think should be done in relation to the whole gun issue over there?
3: Well, I, I'm probably a tiny percentage of law enforcement um, that have this opinion and that is that um, no one should have guns with the exception of law enforcement or farmers who have to, you know, protect their land from, from um, mm. from you know, whatever wildlife might be attacking their, their herd. But I don't think they should be Assault rifles—they shouldn't be. I, I don't think anyone should have a gun. As I said, I, I just think it's ridiculous. The only reason why, um, like, the Republicans are supportive of this is because of the NRA, the National Rifle Association, is so wealthy and pumps so much money into congressmen and senators' campaign funds that they're they're nervous of this. You know, and like you bring it back to the day you, you mentioned Cormac, about you know, people's right
4: to bear arms. Mm. That's when they had that's when they had muskets, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's when,
3: you, that's when you had a one-shot weapon, and you reload, and you'd one-shot. These guys are going around, and they're able to buy whatever the hell they want. And, um, you know, you go... D.C. is very strict on gun laws, but, like, you go to Virginia, and Virginia and Texas, you can walk around with a gun strapped to your hip, and the only place you can't go into it, uh, can't go in with that gun strapped to your hip, is a church, a school, or um, an alcohol licensed property. Mm. Oh, so it's crazy. You know, it's absolutely nuts. And I don't I can't see it ever changing. You know, there's so many of these incidents that have happened over the years and nothing has been done and it's purely due to people scared of losing the vote of
4: in their jurisdiction and the money that the NRA or yeah, them, you know, um, like in Washington, yeah. what's the legal age to be able to purchase a gun?
3: Well, in Washington, you can't. They changed the laws there a couple of years ago because of pressure. Um, in, in Washington D.C., you weren't allowed to have a gun. Now you can. You have to apply. You have to be eighteen years of age. You can go in. You can. You have to do a course, a gun safety course, and then you can buy a gun. But you can't carry it around outside with you. Like you can if you drive three miles into Virginia. Um, it has to be stored in your house, and the magazine has to be in a separate area to your gun. Yeah. So your gun is basically empty. And the only reason for that is if someone breaks into your house, you have the right to defend yourself. The only other time people can carry weapons and get a concealed carry where you hide your weapon is if you're high risk, if there's been threats to you, which are factual that you have them um, documented through electronic email or by yeah. email. Or also, if uh, you have a high-risk job, if you you have a lot of cash that comes into your business and you're nervous of someone robbing you. Um, but there's very few of them handed out. And for the most part, the only people who have guns in D.C., they don't even have holsters. It's down their trousers. Um, and a lot of the, a lot of, a lot of the um, deaths that occur in D.C. are in the really bad neighbourhoods, and it's basically gang on gang.
4: Right.
5: And is there any states that don't have any uh, guns at all? That they're totally banned?
3: No, no every state you can, every state has they all just vary as the restrictions as I said, DC probably be the most strict of all and then the least strict would be Texas and Virginia Oh. Um, and also when you get up to Maine um, areas like that, you know, their number place, uh, live free or die is, is on you know, every state has yeah. like a motto on the number place, you know so, um, yeah, there's something, again, it's, you have gun fanatics in this country, it's been going on for years. They have gun shows everywhere, you go into them and you just see people drooling, looking at guns. Um, I've, I've actually, my chef is from Dublin, and he came over here, and he just got his citizenship a few weeks ago, and he's gone out to buy a gun.
4: Stop. And what was his reasons right. for it? Why did he tell you he was doing it?
3: Because it's cool. Because right. it's cool. And it's mm. sad. I said to him, I said, you're crazy. And he lives in DC. I said, you won't be able to carry it around. And he goes, yeah, but just to go to the range and everything. I said, you can rent a gun at the range. Mm. You know? It's glorified. And you don't. Yeah, it's really sad and it's just, um, I think a lot of it too is, they're putting it down to a lot of the games that are coming out now and have been out. A lot of it is, you know, you get points for killing a police officer, you get points for raping a woman. Like, when you put that into the youth of today, it's crazy. You're just you're, you're arming their mind with these ideas that it's cool to do this, you know?
4: Um, you know, in... in Sorry for cutting across you, but... You know, in, 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 let's say, the weakest or the least restrictive states like Texas and stuff, How what, what, do you know what the process is for buying a gun over there? Like, how easy or difficult do they make it there?
3: You can go into a sports shop in Virginia or Texas. Like, the big sports shops are, like, say, big sporting goods. And you walk in there and they have a computer at the gun desk, and you go up to it, and they say, OK, sign in. And you sign in, you put in your information. That computer is controlled by the state police. It's used for nothing else. Your information is logged. It goes in, and in a matter of minutes, you can walk out there with whatever weapon you want and as much ammo as you want. It's as easy as that. All, all you need to be is, like, a citizen and have a driver's licence, and you're 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 good
4: to go. It's baffling, isn't it? But I always hear the let's say the pro gun people. You see a lot of these pro gun kind of right leaning conservative people online with their their YouTube channels kind of saying that there is background checks in place and they're meant to be a lot a lot stricter than they like they are. There's already stuff in place that's meant to make it more difficult f- to 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 stop somebody getting a gun who maybe shouldn't get a gun. But like, are, is there any sort of Background checks in place that are carried out that actually work. Um, I don't think they really work. Like
3: it, it, I'll put it to this way: if if, if you and seriously were uh, Bonnie and Clyde, and uh, Cormac, you had a, a clear, a good clearance, as in you'd know you'd have a good clean license, and you go yeah. and buy it. Seriously, out in the car, and you hand her all the weapons. Go well, there, you go. Yeah. Uh, wh- wh- that's what you want, right? So if you look at any of the mass shootings which have taken place recently, a lot of the people that did them. Their friends got them more ammo, and their friends got them more weapons. Yeah. So not everyone's acting solely in this. You know what I mean? Um, so to me, no, there's not enough restrictions in place. And a friend of mine's on um, the ATF, the Alcohol, Tobacco, Fire Arms Agency in um, uh, in Vermont, and he was telling me he's been and he worked with me as a cop down here in DC, and then he joined the ATF, and he said I was I never had to pull my gun in DC. He said, "I've been in four shootouts in Vermont, and everyone thinks Vermont is, you know, trees and maple syrup. And uh, it's what happens is a lot of the people from New York drive to Vermont and they exchange guns for drugs because it's so easy to get them. And then they come back down to New York and have shootouts. You know, so it doesn't. It's not like you know having to get on the ferry to go to England yeah. and put them in."
1: And with Burrow, you always get fast free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Put them in the
3: boot and smuggle them in. You're just driving across
4: the state line. And they're not checked. Yeah. No. No. So it's absolutely
0: nuts, you know? and it's not going to change like
3: the new thing they're, one of the things which they just mentioned last week they're thinking about doing which I think is great is they're putting in these like I won't call them attack dogs but they're putting dogs in schools now and the security guards will have these dogs so if there is a shooter the dog is going to be trained to go after the shooter
5: and oh
4: that's a good idea yeah
5: but what's to stop know? the shooter from just shooting the dog
3: well that's it it's how go- if you look at if you look at the statistics on any of the uh, school shootings or any of the shootings with, with mass shooters, their actual um, target percentage of... Uh, hitting percentage on the target is very small. It's not even 50%. They just spray, they shoot. A lot of them yeah. are trained to shoot. You know, like, we're trained to shoot for the centre of mass. We don't shoot to injure as law enforcement. Mm-hmm. We shoot to take out the issue, you know?
4: Yeah. So...
3: So, uh, like the dog could
4: get the shooter. is what I'm saying. I okay. you know? well, yeah. If a dog is sprinting at you, you mightn't have the time to
5: to
3: react,
4: aim, and, yeah. and and fire. Probably, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. So,
3: um, so yeah. See, there's. It's it's a crazy old world out
4: there, you know. Oh that's what it is because it, it's just it is kind of sad and and depressing the fact that it's like. Repeating itself constantly yeah. every year, and it's coming out and it's like um there's there's always a debate back and forth. Why do you think people apart from politicians and, and the n r a heads, why do you think people are so pro gun over in America even when they're faced with multiple mass shootings, multiple horrific deaths what like why do you think they still can justify wanting to own so many guns or having the right to i
3: think I think a lot of it is there's not a lot of this butch senseness around it, you know um if you look at it, there's, there's not as many females that are gun fanatics as there are males. There are still females, but I'm just saying it seems to be this butch thing. Um, I know there's one guy I know and he's over hundred weapons, and I uh, um, like he's a, he's he's the sales rep for a food company. And I said, "Why have you got so much weapons?" He goes, "I just kept buying them because it was something new out, something different." And I said, "Yeah, but you, what, have you fired them all recently?" He goes, "No." He said, "I haven't fired in years." but he has this collection. I said, well, Jesus, I wouldn't advertise that because if someone broke into your house, you know, <laughs> you'd arm an, a small army with those, you yeah. know? <laughs> so, there is, it's like, it's like someone who, uh, who has, uh, who's fanatical about, you know, computers or...
4: Cars um, or something. With, They're like collector's they items nearly, isn't
3: it? Yeah, yeah. Update it, get the newer yeah. things. Bring it to the range. Everyone's looking at you, oh, wow, that's impressive, you know? Um, so, I mean, I've only got... I've only got the two weapons I'm issued from the police department That's this I don't want more, you know um, so it's uh, yeah there's uh, horses for courses I just I, I can't see a change and it's only going to get worse you know
4: which is kind of scary I suppose if it's only yeah. getting worse your end um, but you said like you are a small fraction of maybe the police m- policemen police people over there who uh, who have that view would the majority of policemen over there be like pro-gun for most people
3: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And I don't mean to sound racist in this, but especially the White Cops. You know, the the majority of them would be all... They'd have a lot of weapons. They'd be very gun pro. um, They're all NRA members. um, So, yeah, it'd be... I'd say you'd be talking about less than 10% of law enforcement in the country um, are not pro-gun for the general public.
5: See, they've grown up with this. I know, yeah. So it's a bit different. I doesn't make yeah, it right.
3: it, it, that's it too. Yeah, like I mean, I, I the only time I shot a gun prior to coming over here was, when I was in the FCA, you know, yeah. and that that was it. I I never held a gun before that, so for me it was a big learning experience. And even when you're going through the academy and you've have, you've have fellows or your classmates in the academy and they're shooting perfect scores because they've held a gun since they were, you know, yeah, seven. you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's just completely different world, and um, it, it, I don't know. I I don't. Uh, I'm always wary of people who are that much into
4: it. You know. Yeah, because even when you look at the stats, right? It's it, the only country that has such a high level of shootings. You know, what I mean, there's high levels of crime all over the shop. But when you look at uh, like America's gun violence stats, it, it stands out a mile yeah, yeah. compared to any other country. Yeah. So you're kind of like, what, what's it going to take to try and like just it. Yeah, and solve it for themselves as well. Mm. I still can't think that is it such is it just such pig-headedness that they're like no and willing to willing to let people shoot themselves to death for years before and never and never change. But yeah. sure, we'll, we'll see. Well, like
3: I, I to just to give you an example, even I, I had a few uh, friends who were visiting from out of town. They never shot guns. They wanted to go to the range, so I took them to a public range and um, I was showing them how to shoot and letting them shoot. And all of a sudden, this whole group came into the range. And it was all girls. It was the hen night. And they decided that they'd start out the hen night by going to the ranch. So there was a big pink lit stretch limo outside and, you know, 14 girls get out of it. And they're waiting in line to go shoot them. God. Thankfully, it was done before the drinking. <laughs> Yes. Can you
4: imagine?
5: <laughs> Whoops.
4: <laughs> what happened, Barbara? Well, funny story. <laughs> yeah. She had one or too many gins and went to the range. And now she's yeah. not getting married on the weekend. <laughs> it's so gone it's from... a flash down the end of the range. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone from a wedding to a funeral for poor old Barbara. God. Yeah. Exactly. God, mm. yeah. right. Well, well um, listen, yeah. Well, well,
3: Well,
5: Mark, I would say come home, maybe.
4: Yeah, come on back yeah, here. We'll
1: look after I know, you. You know
3: what? what it, I, I don't plan on staying here the rest of my life, that's for sure. But... Uh, yeah, that's good. But you know, it was funny. You have the fellow coming on talking about BO to get off the subject of guns and blood. Um, I have a, a new employee who started there the other day. And now, the Spanish have gr- some great words for people. So if you're a little bit on the heavy side, they call you a female, a gorda, right? Right. So this girl will be considered a gorda, and she has a brutal BO problem. Oh. So I had to get one of my managers to have a chat with her, and I oh said, Look, no. you know, would you mind? And it's very difficult, but we just said, customers have complained you're in the food industry oh, they shouldn't know it's so bad that you could put like a Barry's tea bag underneath either armpit and you'd have a pot of tea by the end <laughs> of the shift. you know so uh, it's not normal <gasps> and we've given her as many staff shirts as we can but it's a sensitive subject I tell you that much so uh, well if you I had to go any
5: like if you had to complain about someone yeah how if do I you have go that go.
4: conversation about it? You're, you stink you stink <laughs> What we we just blame the cousin. we just say, well the customers have
3: complained about you, you know, and pepe le pew you have to do something about yourself. But let's um, be honest,
5: no, everyone we, knows when they smell.
2: They don't though.
5: They do though. They you, don't But if you smell uh, like no. absolute shit, someone is going to know and you're gonna know yourself. You're not gonna be living in that unless you think it's someone else I in the think, room.
3: I, I think clean people do see their shit. But I think if you have a habit of being dirty, you probably get used to it.
4: You know? Yeah, you get that nose blindness they talk about, where you just can't really you, you know you know when you're in your in your room. Maybe it's after a, a night out and you're tired and emotional, yeah. and you had a curry the night before, maybe <laughs> and too many Guinness, right? And you're in your room for ages and you don't want to leave and you're watching something uh. on Netflix or YouTube. And then you go out to the bathroom and you come back in, and you're like, whoa, yes, oh
5: Actually, god, yes,
4: oh my god. So maybe so it's kind of like that if you suffer from BO that you don't really realize it. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, it's coming out of your pores and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Never thought about that. That's horrible. a good example. That happens a lot. It does,
4: doesn't yeah. it? Mm. Yeah,
3: it's not not what you want to have serving you. You know
4: what I mean? No. Uh, did she take the uh, advice well, or did she take the feedback well?
3: She, she did, but I've noticed like every time she walks by now, everyone's going oh, just no. to see if they can get it. No, oh, no, God don't be loud, like, seriously. I mean, like you know, they're they're like discreetly, you know. It's uh, but yeah, I, I think she might be on her last legs. I think we might have to release her
4: back to the farm. Oh no! Jeez.
5: Oh no! Well, I was no. in a shopping centre the other day in a sorry a supermarket the other day, and there was a guy stacking the shelves, and you could smell him from like the aisle down. And I just thought, come on, you're packing food onto a shelf. I yeah, don't yeah. want to buy that food now because it's really off-putting.
4: Smel- Isn't it smells such a whole visceral kind of- war?
5: And it's like in here there was like aircon, so it was actually quite cold in there, yeah. but it stank. Yeah, oh. it would
4: have yeah.
3: been better if he was if he was stocking the uh, the odorant shelves. <laughs>
5: <necessary> <laughs> but I, someone must that works on must cop this, and so you know. I worked uh,
4: with a guy who had a really bad B.O. problem, and we were sitting in a like office open-plan office, and he was there, and he had to have. Again, a word or two said to him, and it's just so like, oh, oh no, it's so I can't imagine. And like, I, you know, leave. Uh, deodorant and work. You do just yeah. just because you know. Oh, is that
5: a hint for all of us?
4: Uh, sorry, ladies, <laughs> it's a ladies. Sure for 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 women. There you go. No, it's just because you know sometimes you get a bit bit sweaty and the studios can get very hot stuff, and sticky yeah, they because can. they're all soundproof and stuff. So you get it's hard to breathe with the natural air in here as well. You get a bit sticky. But sure, look, um, will will maybe have an update on any other sweat situations that you have in <laughs> in the coming weeks, Mark. But uh, it's been good to chat to you again. All right. Yeah, lads, absolutely lovely talking to you.